This week's episode of Twitch Talks is sponsored by no one. Again. If you thought no one was good, no one again, a whole lot better. Welcome to Twitch Talks, everybody, the podcast where we interview successful streamers and give you actionable advice to up your streaming game. On this episode, though, we are going to be talking about some Twitch news, a little news segment for you. A lot of really cool updates that are just like making the streaming experience a whole lot better for viewers and for streamers themselves. So today we're going to deep dive into some of the details of some of the updates that have happened in the month of November, and I hope you enjoy. The first thing I'd like to talk about is that raids have now been sort of accepted. Raids were invented by creators. They always had the host functionality to host channels, but it was a little bit hard to organize. You had to end your stream and then uh, type slash host in your chat, or as I always found, it's a lot easier to use the mobile app because there was actually a button when you go to some uh, streamer's page. There was a button under the share section that uh, allowed you to host. So I always just use my mobile phone. But that was always a little bit difficult, and you had to end your stream and risk people thinking that you were going off, going away, which you were. But you'd risk people leaving before the host would actually go through. So Twitch came out with the idea, and it's live now, where you can do slash raid in your chat, followed by the channel name, and then viewers will see a message with a little countdown of when the raid is going to start, and when the countdown ends, the creator and all the viewers who are joined are sent over to the other channel, and the rage and the raided channel will actually be uh, notified that so-and-so amount of people are actually raiding you at that time. So that's pretty cool. They took an idea that people just kind of created their own and implemented it into the Twitch platform. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to see a lot more hosting. And we talked about the power of hosting in episode two, but hosting, it it's, it's a little bit hit or miss. Some people host because they want to support that person, but some people also use that as a promotional tool, which I don't necessarily think is too bad. You have 10 viewers or something like that, and it's a good way to get your name to pop up on someone else's stream while also supporting them. Some of your chatters, some of your little followers, I don't know why they're little, but <laughs> some of your followers might enjoy that streamer, so you're helping them out, but you're also helping out yourself because you know they might some of their people, their following, might say, hey, who's that C-Pong guy? Why does he got 10 viewers? That's pretty nice. I, I, I want to see a channel that's got 10 viewers. That's a whole lot of views. I don't know if anyone ever actually says that, but either way, hosting is a decent way of getting your name out there as well. So rating is now part of the Twitch platform, which is real nice. I like it. So that helps the viewers and the creators a little bit. It streamlines the way that creators can host each other, but it's also a good way that after the stream ends, the followers and the streamer who initiated the raid can go over to someone else's channel and hang out in their chat for a little bit. So I think that's good for both parties. 
The next thing I'd like to talk about, though, is they now have achievements. This is purely just for creators. They now have implemented an entire new way of tracking your stats. They've always had a stats section inside the dashboard portion of Twitch, which you go to the top right of Twitch and you click your name and then you go down to the dashboard. But those stats kind of sucked. Like... They have your average viewers, they have your time, like your peak time, you have uh, how many followers you got, and your clips and stuff like that, but that was about it. So, I can't remember who had it originally, I think maybe Streamlabs, a third-party website called Streamlabs, had a really good-looking dashboard that a lot of streamers started using, and I would see people in the Facebook groups of Twitch streamers, they would be sharing it, and... It was just a good visual representation of how well your stream did compared to your other streams. And it was in a nice blocky format. And it's like people were easily able to share how their last stream went. So Twitch, I'm not going to say stole that idea, but they implemented a similar uh, functionality into the dashboard system. So now you can, I know I was saying achievements, this is part of it, but now you can go to stream summary under the dashboard and have a lot more stats. I mean, it's just in a better way of seeing how many unique chatters you had, how many views, how many views that is up from your last stream. So it'll be like, oh, you got 27 more views than last stream. Maybe that's a good thing. You can derive whatever you want from these stats. And it's just a good way. You have raids received now that the raids are a thing, peak time, unique chatters total views, stream duration, average viewers, which is very important. I'll mention that later about the achievements, max viewers, and new followers. It doesn't seem like it tracks subscribers. I know the last stream I got two subs, and I don't see that right now as I'm looking at the dashboard, so maybe that's something for the future. But there's also a nice huge button that says the top clip of the stream. So if you're a person who has chatters who like doing clips and you want to find the best one, it's right there. And it also shows all your clips right there at that dashboard view. So after your stream and you go check this out, it's got basically all the information you would ever need. And I think that's awesome. The interesting thing about this is also on this dashboard, you have, I believe for people who aren't affiliated, who aren't Twitch affiliates, it'll originally say path to affiliate. For me, who I am a, uh, I am an affiliate streamer. I have a thing called Path to Partner, and there's three tabs under that Path to Partner. And those three tabs are actually achievements. And there's an entire new section outside of that stream summary called achievements. And there's... Oh, how many? How many achievements do they have? Probably close to about 20? Uh, cl probably closer to 30 achievements. And some of them are easy. You know, start your first stream, achievement unlocked. Okay, update your stream title. That's not hard. Achievement unlocked. Explore your dashboard. Achievement unlocked. But then they have different uh, tiers. You have different little things that just like kind of help you reach certain goals. Reach 10 followers, 50, 200. Reach two followers for like people who are just starting out. You get these achievements. You get that little sense of achievement. Get it? <laughs> of that you're doing something. You're progressing on Twitch, and when I started out and when other people started out, man, you did not have any way 
of really gauging how well you were doing or if you were growing at all. I mean, I have a little notebook that I keep in like my back pocket throughout the day, and I have a chart in there that I've just listed whenever I remember to it, just looking at my follower count. And it's just follower count and a date and a little note about why I think I reached that next follower count. Like, you know, follower counts up 200 since the last time I did a note. I'll say, hey, you know what? I streamed a lot of Roblox and got a bunch of 10-year-old viewers. Maybe I should stream more Roblox. Who knows? Either way, that's what I had to do originally. But now we have achievements, and now we have a good stat system and a good dashboard system. And maybe people won't have to carry around a notebook to really track this kind of stuff. So, but the interesting thing is, uh, I believe I mentioned it in the Power of Hosting episode as well. I mentioned the affiliate uh, requirements. So it was stream for eight hours in the past 30 days. Stream for seven unique days in the last month. Reach an average of three viewers in like the last week, I believe. Uh, nope, last 30 days. So... All these things are based on the month just to make sure there's no outliers. So three average viewers in the last month, seven unique streams, and stream for at least eight hours in the past month. So those are pretty easy requirements. The one that's probably the hardest is three average viewers in the past month. So that means you just have to have an average of three on every stream. And then also 50 followers, which if you streamed a little bit, You'll, you'll get there. Like, followers are pretty easy to come by. Viewers who come back concurrently, that's a little bit more difficult. The affiliate uh, requirements were public. What wasn't public before was a actual realistic requirements list for partnership. Partnership has always been this kind of, like, rogue system that you can apply for partnership. Affiliate, they kind of find you. They send you an email and say, hey, welcome, you're an affiliate now if you want to sign this long contract. Uh, partnership, you kind of had to say, hey, I'm doing great right now. Maybe I should apply for partnership. And then they send you an email back and say, sorry, Cameron, you're not a partner. And then you feel really bad about yourself. And they don't even give you a like an they don't give you any reason why you weren't. They just say, try again later. That's all they gave you. So you never knew what you needed to reach for. People sometimes said, oh, you know, I got partnered. I only had 100 viewers. Some people say, oh, I didn't get partnered until I had like 300 viewers in my chat at all times. So to someone like me who averages 15 to 20 viewers or something like that, you hearing these stories of people saying, oh my god, I didn't get partnered until I had 300 people watching me every day. That sounds like a unrealistic future, at least in the current state, at least in your current state. So now with this achievement system, there are laid out requirements and a little bar that tells you your progress to reaching partnership. So it's a little bit still shady. Apparently, if you reach these three items, you get 100% on each three of these things. It doesn't actually grant you partnership immediately. I still think there is an approval process, so you might still get declined, but this at least was decided by the Twitch gods out there 
that this is definitely a good thing to go for to probably um, reach partnership. So those things are stream for 25 hours in the past 30 days, uh, have 12 unique streams in the last 30 days, and then have an average of 75 viewers in the last 30 days. So if you want to end my world, I've streamed for 25 hours in the past month. I have streamed 12 days, 12 unique days in the past month, but I'm only about 20% complete on that 75 average viewers. So that's definitely going to be the hardest one to reach. I think that's same across the board and it's viewers, concurrent viewers is always the hardest thing to get on Twitch. But now I have a little bar that tells me eh, you're, you're getting there. You're, you're, you're on, you're on your way. And that's more than anyone could ask for a couple months ago when I started and many others started. So I think this is definitely a great start in the right direction. It's uh, making Twitch a little bit more transparent instead of this secret organization that's you don't actually know how to break through in. Um, so there's a few other changes that have came out in the past month, which are pretty exciting. You can customize your go live notification which currently I don't have. I think it might be in like that beta. If, if, if you go on Twitch a lot, sometimes it says, hey, you're on the beta website. And then you're like, I don't want to be on the beta website. And you go back to the original one because it's a little weird and people don't like change, including myself. But it might just be in the beta one. If not, it's probably going to roll out to me in a few days or so. But typically you go to your dashboard, you can change your title, you can change your game or your category, and you can tell what communities you'd like to stream to. And then whenever you went live, it just said, hey, CPOM has gone live with the title that you selected and then also the game that you selected. So, but now you're able to actually type a real uh, message that you want your, your followers to see whenever you do go live. So you can customize that a little bit. You can explain what you might be doing during that stream a little bit more than you can fit or want to fit inside a title. So that's a nice minor change, and those notifications will go to people's mobile phones. They're currently working on making it work for Chrome notifications, etc., but it'll push to all their mobile phones, and uh, that's pretty helpful, in my opinion. Um, definitely helps out the viewers and the creators in this way, because the creators can be a little bit uh, more descriptive of what they're about to stream, and then also the viewers can kind of derive what's what they're going to be expecting from from the stream. So that's pretty nice. I all these tiny little changes actually make me really excited for Twitch. Uh, there wasn't that many updates. I started in February. I don't think there's been that many updates to Twitch in such a short time period as there is today. Hence me making an entire podcast just about news that it came out in the month of November. And it's November 15th, so we're only halfway through the month. There might be more stuff to cover, and I'll definitely make an episode about that. Uh, last but not least, just making sure that is last but not least, there is a way to now gift. I think there is two more things. So you can now gift subscriptions to friends. And that's a, it's not a game changer of an update, but it's definitely fun. So you might oh you might have a friend or you might be like friends with someone in just Twitch chat or something like that. You don't really know in real life or whatever, but 
you know, there's always that guy who's like, oh, man, I would love to sub to Shroud or Dr. Disrespect. Speaking of which, shout out to Dr. Disrespect for winning, I believe, Streamer of the Year at the eSports. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but there was like an eSports uh, award show. And he won Streamer of the Year and well-deserved. His speech was heartbreaking. It wasn't heartbreaking, but it was definitely it was definitely touching. And that dude puts on a show every single stream nearly daily and i have the utmost respect for the guy he he definitely deserves that award anyway you have that guy he's like oh man i would really love to sub to shroud but you know i'm a little tight on money i don't want to drop five bucks this month on just emotes because that's basically what you get as a subscriber of channels you get emotes sometimes you get like a discord channel that you're that you weren't able to access but you're paying for emotes $5 a month for some for some dank emotes that you can spam in Twitch chat. So now you can gift friends and you can gift multiple friends at the same time subscriptions to channels. That's cool in itself. There's actually, I think there's going to be a little bit of trolling in the first week or so. It, it launched today or yesterday. Um, since it's a gift, there's no confirmation from the person you're gifting it to whether or not they want that subscription. So I've already seen, I was watching Shroud, who plays a lot of PUBG. He's an excellent streamer. He's skyrocketed in like, I don't know how long he's been streaming, but he's top of PUBG every single time. But so Shroud has been saying that people have been gifting subscriptions to his channel to other top streamers. So, like, say Summit1G wasn't sub to Shroud, someone can give Summit a subscription to Shroud and Shroud will see it. So, since there's no confirmation, I have a feeling people are going to be kind of trolling people with subs. Theoretically, people can also abuse this. I don't know why someone would do this, but theoretically someone could, like, have a bunch of money and sub a bunch of random people to their own channel so that their sub count's inflated. Granted, you're going out of a lot of money and you're getting back half of that money, if, if that even is allowed. Because you pay $5, but the streamer only gets $2.50 and $2.50 goes to Twitch. So I don't know if they're going to fix that. Right now, I don't think Twitch really minds because if some rich dude wants to spam somebody with a bunch of subscriptions or sub a popular streamer to another streamer, Twitch doesn't really care that much because it's free money for them. But I have a feeling they might tweak it a little bit just to prevent uh, some spamming or some kind of trolling. If there's like some beef between two people, you obviously don't want to be like subbing that person to someone's channel. So you can gift subscriptions to people's channels and give those to your friends for Christmas or their birthday or just randomly. And... Um, I think the last thing earlier this month, they just said that uh, you're able to buy bits on mobile apps. That's a small, small little update that apparently just didn't exist. And then also you're able to buy bits and subscriptions. I don't know why I said that weird. Bits and subscriptions with PayPal. So you no longer need your credit card or an Amazon account. You can just uh, sub with PayPal. So I know that helps out a few people there, but you can buy bits on your phone and uh with paypal so that's all the news that's came out in november that's a decent amount of updates 
to be coming out in such a small period of time. And I definitely think they're actually heading in the right direction with all these updates. There's tiny little tweaks that actually make your life easier as a streamer. And it also makes Twitch a lot more fun for the viewer. Tweet me. Let me know what you think about this episode. I know I needed to make this episode or just episode three in general a whole lot sooner. I was gone for a week on a business trip for work. And then the week after that, I was sick for a week. And I didn't think you guys wanted to hear me like slurping and coughing and wheezing on a podcast. So I'm a little bit better now. Episode three's out. Gonna be thinking about episode four right after I'm done recording this. And uh, I hope you're enjoying these. I appreciate the support I've gotten so far on Twitter. Some people have came over to my Twitch channel and have expressed their support. And it looks like we're up to about 10 positive reviews on iTunes, which is excellent. I highly recommend you leave some feedback on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this on. It really helps me out and it really helps boost the podcast to a higher level. So follow me on Twitter, Twitch underscore talks. If you want to check out my personal Twitch stream, it is twitch.tv forward slash cpalm. One last update, justin.tv, which Twitch used to be named, twitch.tv used to be called justin.tv. They've released those usernames. So I actually went back and changed my Twitch username from cpalmtv to cpalm. Big change, I know. But just so you know, in the prior two, uh, prior two podcasts, I said cpalmtv. It is now just cpalm. I think that's easier to realize, or I think that's easier to find, and I think it was a good move on my part just to shorten it. So if you want to check out my Twitch stream, twitch.tv forward slash cpom, and uh, be sure to tell me that you listen to the podcast, and I'll be sure to express some extra love your way. So thanks so much for listening. I almost said thanks so much for watching, but thanks so much for listening. I hope to see you on the next episode, and be sure to let me know any topics that you'd like for me to cover you can email me at cameron at twitchtalks.tv or you can send me a tweet just let me know i'll talk about anything hopefully for about 20 minutes maybe longer so email me tweet me episode suggestions if there's a person that you'd like for me to interview and for me to reach out to and possibly get rejected by let me know that too so i hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you on the next podcast.